0: Welcome to Springs and Roots. Many times in our fast paced world, we don't have
1: time for those God conversations that refresh us and bring life. The Springs and Roots podcast is an ongoing conversation between two friends demonstrating how our faith informs our lives. The roots of a tree hold it fast in place so that it won't be moved, while springs are fresh waters that bring life. The Springs and Roots podcast is meant to stir you up and refresh you as you continue to grow deep roots in God. Now let's jump into today's conversation with Linda Reed and Casey Watson. Hello friends. Hello. It's December. It's almost oh my Christmas, goodness. I know. And I I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. Have you done any Christmas shopping yet? Yes. <laughs> you have no. Well, wow. I bought one present. You bought one present. Yeah, but I have a list. Does that count?
0: Well, we're just starting our list on the family chat, so we're getting yeah. somewhere. That's a good idea doing yeah. a family chat. And um, Chris sent his this morning, uh-huh. and one of one of the items on his list was sexy casual XX large shirts.
1: <laughs> I
0: just told the world on him, but. That's what
1: Chris. Uh, he said, "What sexy casual?" Sexy casual. That is awesome. Oh so, my gosh. Well, he's never gonna live that one down now. Yeah. Sexy casual. Sexy, That's my man. Casual. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb just typed up his list, and and Ellie typed her. Well, I had to help her write it up, but um, Caleb like typed it up. Now he's been doing typing classes at That's school, cool. so he typed it up and hung it on the fridge, and he was so excited about his typing, but then he just put things like a hundred dollar Lego set. (laughs) Like it would be nice to know what a hundred, which one, like he goes, dad knows. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then just like a watch. But I'm like, is there a specific kind of watch? And he's like, nope, just any watch, which I'm pretty sure by the way that we get him a watch every Christmas and he loses it. Well, he just really (laughs) wants one. He just doesn't know how to keep it. (laughs) So we know not to spend more than a couple like five bucks on a watch for him. but That's cute. Anyways, so it's getting fun. It's getting, we're ramping up and it's getting exciting around the house. Yes. It makes me think of when, when I was a kid, we were a little bit of a controversial family because we opened our presents on Christmas Eve, Mm. but I actually grew up loving it. None of us really, um, believed in Santa. Like my parents didn't like conduct, like they didn't like, um, what's the word? Hate Santa? They didn't. (laughs) They definitely did not hate Santa, but they didn't like, it wasn't a bad thing. Santa wasn't bad. They just didn't promote it. They also didn't like, you know, keep it from us. They just didn't, it just wasn't a, Santa just wasn't a thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's because my dad's a pastor. So church was always like, like when we would celebrate was always a little tricky, depending on when we had a church service for, you know, Christmas Eve or Christmas day. And then we would travel to be with family. And so we almost always opened up our, uh, our presents on Christmas Eve for years and years. And as we got older and we had, um, like significant others like that we were dating or spouses, as we got married, it kind of got fun. Like we would do a big thing, And we would fix, we'd always fix Mexican food, like carnitas and enchiladas and tortilla soup and have this big Mexican feast and then open presents. And it just made Christmas morning kind of like casual and low key. Enjoy your presents. Yeah. And anyway, so that was, that's something that I remember very fondly. That's cool. Well, my kids have always
0: begged us to open up presents on Christmas Eve and we never do it. I think we like enjoy the power over them (laughs) (laughs) to make them wait, go to bed early. That's right. I think one of our biggest things that we do every Christmas Eve or not Eve, Christmas morning is for some reason we have a tradition of fixing like little pigs in a blanket smokies for breakfast for breakfast, okay. and we eat them while we open our presents. That's fun, and we open our presents in a very methodical order, and each person gets to play. Well, actually, gets to play Santa, which is kind of funny, okay? Because you put on the Santa hat, and then you get to pass out the presents, okay? But only for round one, uh, and so then you pass them out. And then everybody takes a turn. I like open the presents. Does everybody
1: open. They take it in turn. You don't do it all at once. Everything
0: is in turn. Okay. We're very orderly over I here. Like Chris always has the dad trash bag, and he's stuffing <laughs> the, <laughs> the wrapping paper in the bag. And so um, that's like our Christmas
1: morning, and we wear all we always wear the Santa hats like everybody cute yeah so my kids always write a Christmas letter in fact my favorite one was two years ago my brother and his family came to stay for Christmas their oldest Nora is a couple years younger than Jaren but the two of them kind of like they like gathered all the kids up and Jaron wrote it out and Nora like helped dictate what they were saying but they said something like dear Santa we've been good we haven't been perfect (laughs) but we have been truthful children (laughs) And I saved it. It was just such a sweet little um, note. So they always do the note and the, they leave, you know, cookies. Anyways, it's never been a huge deal. But it's yeah, it's never funny.
0: been a big deal for us. The only time it was ever a big deal was if we were going to have kids over sometime during the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. And our kids were little. We would specifically tell our kids, don't, don't you say anything it. bad about Santa. <laughs> don't ruin
1: it for their kids. Don't rain on their brain. Yeah. I don't know if you find this to be true. I think for me, as I get... As I get older, well, I think I have kids, so I see Christmas through their eyes and the excitement and the joy of, that it brings for them. But I think that as I have gotten older, I think that there is a little bit of a heaviness around this time of year that kind of is unexpected that I didn't experience as a kid. Um, And I don't know if it's just something as simple as the time change and it's darker earlier and I'm missing the sunlight, which my guess is that's probably (laughs) mostly what it is. But I also think there is um, some unhealthy expectations that have been put on us culturally maybe from social media or from Pinterest or whatever, just this idea that things have to look a certain way and be a certain way. And we have to wear matching pajamas and we have to, you know, yes. you're laughing, but you know, it's true. <laughs> and the idea that like our houses have to be decorated perfectly, or we have to cook the perfect meal or those sorts yes. of things. And I think that I think a lot of that plays into it. And it, and it has hindered me from fully enjoying and embracing the season. Yes. So I
0: was more that way, I think, in my probably 20, late 20s, I guess, after I got my house and, you know, all that stuff and early 30s. And um, I agree. I mean, culture puts a big, you know, expectation on us for things to look perfect and the presence to be perfect. But not only that, even, I think one of the biggest expectancies that I fell under the weight of was buying all these presents. Yeah. And I mean it it can honestly stress you out mm-hmm. even just financially because you're like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I have to buy a present for this person, this person, this person." And I don't know what happened to me, um, but one <laughs> Christmas I just decided I'm breaking free, baby, <laughs> and I just <laughs> I just cast off all those expectations. I found literally I have found freedom and I enjoy the holiday season so much more now. I don't know. And I go through seasons. Like I like traditions. We have our traditions as a family. I also am totally fine with changing things up. Yeah. So I don't hold fast to something. I think honestly, that's what a lot of people struggle with is Mm -hmm. they get in their mind how it was the tradition that they had. And then if things don't turn out to be that way, then that can be really disappointing. (laughs) Yeah. That's where we, I mean, for me, it helps to hold traditions loosely. Like, if something yeah. doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that I can't still have something awesome happen, have a great experience. It just doesn't have to be the same way. Yeah. Like, if we didn't do our Smokies, I would be okay with it, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm going to switch it up this year anyway.
1: <laughs> we do cinnamon rolls, so ooh, will some cinnamon there, rolls. There, that sounds better than <laughs> Smokies. <laughs> No, I get that. I think that there's, I think I'm really good at writing a script in my head and then getting disappointed when, <laughs> I when people, people don't stay with that script. But of course I haven't handed the script out and just yeah. expect them to read my mind and know what I want them to say right. and do. So I think I struggle with that. But when we were talking about what to say and what we wanted to talk about, because there's so many different right. avenues we could do a Christmas podcast right. on, um, you texted back the word expectant. I'm just, I'm hearing the word expectant and... And I loved that. I sat with it for a while and just kind of thought about it. Cause I, I do, I have, I struggle with, with expectation being disappointed, which leads for me is an anxiety trigger. Um, and so I really struggle with that, but I just sat with the word like expectant. What does that mean? What does it mean to be actually like wholly expectant, like H O L Y holy and holy and the other one, but like, you know, like just what does that look actually look like and what does that actually mean and i just really felt there's there's some like there's some good stuff in that there's some good weight some good Meet Right. To that word for the mm-hmm. season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: because if you just think about, you know, we're celebrating that Jesus was born.
1: Yeah.
0: And I mean, what do they call it when you're pregnant? They call it that you're expected yeah. or expecting. And so it's, you know, I have a friend right now. She's 38 weeks. She did this amazing post on Facebook the other day and she was talking about waiting to meet the baby mm-hmm. and she can't wait. She said she's gotten impatient and she, she wants to meet him. but that she was talking about how she understands how God makes us wait for things but Christmas is like that I mean the kids are all waiting to yeah. open their presents it's expecting is looking forward for something good yeah. and I think it's what do we focus on that is the good that we're waiting okay. for or we're expecting yeah
1: one of the practices that we've instituted um, in our family is we keep it really simple, but we do a, a, a little practice of Advent. And on the, the Sundays, we will you know have a family meal where we light a candle and we kind of look at those candles and the candles. One of the reasons I like them is because I think that they set that week. They give me mm. a theme for the week That's good, and it, and it gives me something to look for and focus on. And so the, I'm, I'm just going to do the symbolism, but the symbols for the different candles are typically four. And then the Christ candle you light on, on Christmas, but it's hope, faith, joy, and peace. And so we just simply will have a meal, light one of the candles and read a verse or two and kind of talk about what does hope look like? What does love look like? What does joy look like? And what does that mean? And how did that play into the story? And, um, anyways, that simple practice, I feel like has given me something to focus on. Mm -hmm. So for the first week I'll focus on, you know, hope and looking for those little moments, those little moments in the week. Right. Um, I think I might start copying you. That sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple thing. It's a, you know, it's been around for a couple hundred years in the church. It's, it's, you know, liturgical thing, but I love, I just love the practice of it, of just each week I'm setting my mind looking forward and being expectant. And I think when we were talking about this before the podcast, I said, when you said that word expectant, I had this picture of a mom in the kitchen who's cooking dinner and maybe she's kind of sweaty and stressed and her kids are (laughs) crazy because I sweat when I cook. Do you get hot in the kitchen? Yes, you do. You get hot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you're just feeling it. You're feeling kind of that pressure, right? The pressure cooker moment. That's right. And the kids, my kids are usually crazy. Usually the dog is kind of going crazy at that point because he wants dinner or he needs out and Jonathan's getting home from work and it just feels like it's this moment where everything is happening at once. And anyways, when you said that word, I pictured that moment And then I just pictured me or the mom or whoever it is, like standing at the stove or the sink and just looking up, like just relaxing the shoulders and looking up and looking around and taking it all in and kind Mm of looking with eyes that are expectant to see those little moments, the little things like maybe the kids are loud, but maybe they're playing really well together They're laughing or yeah, just those little moments. Like maybe it's just your husband walking in the door from a day at work Mm -hmm. and it's just being excited to see him again and just those little moments being expectant for them, the, they're holy, they're sacred in this in this season. And I think capturing those moments are really a treasure. And then yes. I love the idea of then tying that in with like this, you know, like I said, the different themes for the week, the hope, the love, the joy, the peace mm-hmm. and thinking, okay, this week I'm going to look for this. Yes. And I'm going to be purposeful and intentional about in the crazy. Yeah.
0: Cause it's okay <laughs> that it's crazy. I think that's one of the things that I've been thinking about Especially as my kids get older. So, yeah. you know, at 16, 17, 18, once our out of the house at 23, married, you begin to realize that Christmas will be changing yeah. you know, for us, you know, in the next five years. We may not have any children in our home. That's crazy. And boy, that'll, you know, put your mind in a different <laughs> place. A sobering <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really is. And here's the thing is, like, I want them to all be married and have their yeah. own families. Like, that's my goal. You know, our goal for our children is to, you know, have their own families and have, a you know, their own special things that they do. But it's like, if we could, re- if I could have told my 25-year-old self that or my 30-year-old self that, To remember, It's exactly what you just described. Remember when the kids are little, like take it in because seasons change. And so it doesn't mean that they won't be good. I have a full expectation that those seasons will be awesome too, because guess what? Then I'm gonna have a bunch of little grandbabies coming over. So it's fine, but it's just, uh, you know, there's a scripture that says, um, teach us to number our days, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. It's, it's numbering our days, meaning that I take today for the joy that it is and to be thankful, um, for the season and
1: everything that it, it holds even in the the madness yeah yeah a couple of years ago the lord told me it's okay to say no to stuff <laughs> did you know that you could say no <laughs> saying no is powerful <laughs> but i think that that has really helped for me to keep it simple i don't have to um i don't have to buy new decorations every year i don't have to change my kids like tradition so like if i just decide i'm going to do a different color scheme or whatever they're like what you right. to, it has to be red and don't green and white it. and gold and shiny and, like, they want the Mm -hmm. (laughs) traditional... but I don't have to, I don't have to buy new decorations. I don't have to go to the nines. I can keep it simple. I can, I don't have to like, I think for me, it's this idea that, um, that styles change and looks change and I don't have to do that. Right. I don't have to keep up with that. Mm -mm. And I can say no to Christmas parties and events. I don't have to go. Right. Um, I really learned to let go of that FOMO, the fear of missing out. I've let go of it. I don't, in fact, I'm an introvert. So staying at home with a cup of hot cocoa, it's just okay to me. Right. But, um, but it's learning that it's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to keep it simple. It's okay to
0: mm-hmm.
1: just be you and it doesn't have to look like your neighbor. It doesn't have to look like your best
0: friend. Right. I like one of the things that you were talking about is, um, letting Christmas be cozy. Yes. And, you know, and I think, um, that's just describing kind of the, some of the things you've described is mm-hmm. letting things be, um, close and feel comfortable and, I don't know, just, I don't know, cozy to me is also like secure. Like there's security in just relaxing and resting and your time with your family. Yeah.
1: I have a friend, um, in who is obsessed with lighting and like the, how the lights look and like, Mm -hmm. are they too bright or are they bright enough? Are they dim or like what? And so whenever we would spend time with them, she would spend a couple of minutes, like as we're like cozying up in the living room, like to like chat after dinner or something, she would always spend a couple of minutes like running around the house and making sure that the lighting was set. And I always used to tease her and laugh about it. And it got to where before we sat down, I'd be like, do you need to fix the lights? (laughs) But, um, but what it taught, me was that there is, there is, um, dimming the lights, like yeah. setting the mood is something that, um, it really adds to the atmosphere. And it's a super simple way of making things cozy and yes. adding you know, you have the tree lights and, um, I, a lot of times I'll do twinkle lights on a mantle or just even in a jar on the fireplace mm-hmm. and plug them in just something that glow and setting some lamps and having candles. And that's one of the ways I think bringing that focus, it's kind of like mm-hmm. it brings a spotlight and a focus to the moment to yes. what you're doing to one specific spot. And I feel like when we do that, we always end up being there. Right. Like I don't have to say, Hey kids, come hang out with the family. When I set that, mood that tone with the lights with the fireplace with the candle it just all of a sudden they appear cuz it's like they know yeah they know and there's something about that and
0: that's cute
1: and we do a hot chocolate bar too um we set a hot chocolate bar out and i just literally do a jar of marshmallows a jar of um co- or cocoa mix and and then the christmas mugs and we put it near a coffee maker that that puts out hot water and they know in the evenings they make a little cup of cocoa and come curl (laughs) up. But I think it's, it, you're, you're, you know, you're saying is that it's creating those moments. I feel like those are the things actually that they're probably going to remember more than like all the con, like going to Christmas concerts or Christmas events Mm. or parties or, or even the presents or even the presents. They're going to remember those moments. Right. And I've had a hot cocoa bar since Jaron was, three, I think. And he's 12 now. And so my guess is, I mean, I plan on doing it. I love it. It's something they love. They'll probably never let me stop. But my guess is that that's something they're going to remember. And that maybe even one of them when they grow up, will also have, Mm -hmm. you know, a hot cocoa bar that they just leave out on the counter and have for their guests and their kids. And so, um, I think, yeah, you're right. Making those moments cozy and bringing it in. Mm Mm-hmm. And keeping the focus on relationships. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just t- slowing down. I think, I think a lot of people, they go too fast during the Christmas season. But for me, I actually do. I, I slow yes. things down and, yes. um, I just enjoy yeah. the moments. I mean, I'm sorry for people that get all stressed out because I don't, <laughs> I just, I really do. I mean, yeah. we just, we enjoy ourselves. We enjoy our family. Yeah. I do. Um, try to keep my expectations, you know, just on, honestly, my expectation is to enjoy my family. That yeah, is, that is my expectation.
1: Beautiful. I think so. Um, and that's what I do. Well, you know, I think that the season, I think that we've gotten out of sync with the season seasons as we've gotten away from like working the land as people, we talked mm. about this in other podcasts, but there's, you kind of, we're out of sync and out of rhythm with the season, but the season of like winter of like fall and winter is like, it's a dormant season. It's Mm -hmm. meant for sleeping and rest and recuperating and preparing for the spring and and the summer and the hard work again. And, um, so I think that the Christmas season is kind of like the busyness of what commercial Christmas has become is like the opposite of that. And it really is a intentional (laughs) thing to take it back. Yes. To be perfect. Purposeful mm-hmm. about like, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to choose to rest. And I always think about the verse that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm entering into a place where I'm striving or working too hard, I know that I'm not in sync with him. it's yes. not, I'm not, I'm not working and co-laboring with him. I'm doing it all on my own strength mm-hmm. and his anything that applies to anything. It yes. applies to Christmas. It yes. applies to all of it. So. So keep it simple, guys. guys. Yeah, keep it simple, make it cozy, and be expectant. Yes, and I love the it. Lord will meet you there. He will. And, and He'll meet your family and mm-hmm. look up. Yes. When you're sweating in the kitchen. Take in the moments. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yep. And enjoy your family. That's right. We'll chat with you soon. this week on springs and roots if you enjoyed this episode share it with a friend and don't forget to subscribe rate and leave a review on itunes spotify or wherever you may listen we look forward to chatting with you next week on the springs and roots podcast